0: Recording live from Austin, Texas, a conversation about marriage and family that women will love and guys won't want to turn off. Dr. Jimmy Myers and Dr. Josh Myers are a Paradox. Hey,
1: everybody. Welcome to the show. Welcome to Paradox. He's Josh. You'll figure that out because as the older, more wiser, more intelligent, we sort of segregate ourselves out and people know who we are and better looking and slimmer. They can tell. Mm-hmm. uh mm-hmm. over over mm-hmm. the internet radio mm-hmm. airwaves. Um, you do have
2: a smaller goozle
1: <clears throat> to go along with my turkey neck? Isn't the goozle a turkey neck? Actually it is. Yeah. Today we're going to talk about one of the sort of the apologetics issues. What one of the things we wanted to say over the next year over the next s- season is throughout the year there is going to be two or three different times in which we will broach a topic that believers are going to be faced with, be it teenagers coming that are confronted at school, or just you're a young adult and you work at Google or whatever. And so we're going to kind of look at some of these the more popular of these arguments against Christianity and how you might have that conversation in your home, or if and when it ever would come up, how you would address this. So we're going to start off with a this is a quote from a guy by the name of Ken Shai. He's an atheist. And he said this, Christianity has, by certain people, been used throughout history as an excuse for some of the most brutal, heartless, and senseless atrocities known to man. The historical examples are not difficult to recall. The Crusades, the Inquisition, the witch burnings, the Holocaust. I do not see much in Christianity that I consider to be worth the having. Now, this has been you know, the church history and how it is rife with examples of abuse and warmongering and so forth and so on. That's been around forever. But what we're finding is that meshes pretty well with the more current view of Christianity. So people have said, oh, but look at Christianity. Look at all the horrible things in the past. And what in this more secular humanistic view of today's culture is, Look at Christianity today, and it is just a few dead Muslims away from being the Crusades.
2: Which is, yeah, so it does have a lot of parallels today, and your kid coming home asking about how oppressive Christianity is, they're not going to have a friend approach them about the Crusades. In that way, yes. It's going to be the more subtle oppressive Christianity. And what's interesting is that oppressive Christianity 200 years ago was killing people, And nowadays, oppressive Christianity is infringing on our points of view, Mm -hmm. which is interesting. It is.
1: And you're right. I don't think any seventh grader is going to come home and say, Mom, Joey told me that the Crusades were bad and that Christians killed. That scenario is not going to occur. But is your kid going to have to defend their faith? Yes. In high school or at some other place in time? or mom or dad you when you're at the office or at a softball game or whatever something comes up about Christianity and it's oh yeah like the crusade so yes it is trump and yes it's oh, all christian it
2: we were going to try not to say it it's just so annoying that we have to use the word Trump with Correct. evangelical America. And that is oppressive. He is our face of oppressive Christianity, yes. which I would agree he's oppressive. <laughs> I might not use the word Christian.
1: Correct. But that is absolute. I mean, he just falls into it. I mean, this is like, see, we told you so. Trump is the great secular humanist. I told you so. When he goes after 1 Corinthians, you know, and, and yet he's going to be speaking, you know, for Christianity. This issue, even though it is not necessarily the issue of old, where we're talking about the Crusades and wish hunts, it is absolutely current to our current
2: situation. It's our show, so we can rabbit trail. And I but I only want to rabbit trail for thirty seconds. Okay. This is a yes or no. Has Trump done a lot for Christian beliefs and ideals politically?
1: It depends on if you like Trump or hate Trump.
2: Well, uh, Supreme Court justices. Correct. Has he done things for Christian beliefs politically? Correct. Done things. You know, is that a yes or no?
1: I would say he has done some. Okay. Especially when you're talking conservatives on the Supreme Court that may uphold religious liberty. That Which sort of is thing. a
2: Christian's, I feel like, well, a Christian's only, and I might be, or we might be losing listeners as mm-hmm. this rabbit as progresses. we speak. But I feel like that's the only Christian's only, like, argument for being pro-Trump is that he potentially is doing Christian things politically. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. But yes. um, how he's getting there, the means mm-hmm. that are justifying the ends. Yes. And I feel like Christians come pretty close to saying... Some do. The means justify the ends. Yes, Lord. And, like, that's... So dangerous. Yes. That's crusades. Yes. <laughs> I mean, that's Muhammad, yes. you know, convert or die. Mm-hmm. It's obviously not that Correct. extreme right now, yep. but woo, It is. The it's, means. It is. It's such a
1: weird time. And we're not going to get off on this, but I, you got us off on this.
2: I did. I did.
1: We live in an absolute insane time where you have someone like me. Who and, and again, I think everyone knows I'm just to the right of Attila the Hun on virtually all political, social issues. But Trump the man sort of turns my stomach. I'm just not given any opportunity. I'm not given any other choice.
2: Oh, I wrote in, my friend. Y-
1: yes, you did. So anyway, but that is where we are. That is where we are. When you have a secular left that says the religious Christian community is represented by Trump. <laughs>
2: Oh good God!
1: <laughs> and if given the opportunity, he you know he would just be this horrible, 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 oppressive. You know, just it would just be uh, 21st century crusades. That's the perception. I'm not saying that's reality. I'm just saying that is. No, I'm coming close the to perception.
2: That. So that's that's what you're going to get today. Oppressive church history equals Trump, and that's what we're talking about it, today's it,
1: episode. It, it's it is the current secular view of Christianity which I would say is absolutely diametrically opposite of the Crusades and witch hunts, but it is still the secular humanist point of view. And it doesn't help, to your point, yes, it meshes with a secular humanistic view of Christianity, but then you have some very judgmental, self-righteous people who claim Christianity that sort of make their case for them. And it's not just our supreme leader. It's other people. You know, it's it's Jerry Falwell Jr. Uh, who you know carries a handgun up and and talks about shooting Muslim. I mean, it's there are other Christians that and all it takes is one of these buffoons to say something like that or do something like that, and the entire secular humanist just go,
2: "Yep, yep, see, I told you so."
1: See, I told you so. So that is the world in which we live. And if you know, if Christianity really was just bloodthirsty and we forced people to, you know, to convert or die. Well, you know, okay, well, that's ISIS. Who wants to be, you know, who wants that? No one would want that. And so, you know, when people, you know, secular humanists look at Christians, they just go, well, you don't, you don't seem like a murderous hate monger. You just want uh, pregnant, you know, women to die in childbirth. I mean, and yet that is their view. And again, there are some people in the Christian camp that are making that case. But I would say not only does Christian history not substantiate exactly. that, that it really points to the exact opposite. And now we're getting into that. your answer.
2: Yeah. If you want to answer for this, this is where we begin.
1: Yeah. Because when you look at the Crusades, when you look at the Salem witch trials, or Jerry Jr. waving a gun from the podium at Liberty.
2: Or the KKK 75 years ago.
1: Claiming Christianity, yes.
2: Or white supremacy.
1: Yes. There is no defending that. You can't just go, y'all know, wait a minute. You got to have that in context. Well, there's no context. I mean, that, there's no defending that. And Jesus himself said in Matthew, many will say to me, Lord, Lord, and not enter into the kingdom of heaven. When you look at all of these things, to Christianity's past, slavery, and especially the Jim Crow South. But then again, by the way, it was Christianity primarily that ended slavery.
2: I would say true Christianity. Correct. Yes. I would say we have to begin with, yep, 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 that was people that claimed Christianity. But due to Christianity being Christ followers mm-hmm. and our the person we're following not being about that, I would contend that those weren't Christians. Those actions 100%
1: contradict every word that comes out of Jesus's mouth. And therefore, there's there's no scripture that someone could come up with that is going to justify. I mean, even the guys coming in the garden the night before Jesus's crucifixion, they are arresting him to murder him. And Peter gets all excited, cuts off a guard's ear. Jesus heals The soldier and rebukes Peter. You can't get there. So they're in complete contradiction to every word of the New Testament and to the words of Jesus. So it's counterfeit. You don't have to defend them. People talk about the Holocaust. What a stretch to say that Hitler did that in the name of Jesus that's incomplete and t- for anyone to assume and i mean that's you're showing a grotesque lack of lack of education if you think that the holocaust was christ inspired because it goes against everything
2: and so it's it's not a matter of defending the actions correct. of the oppressors correct it is arguing that they were believers at all yes now
1: as a secular humanist as an atheist Uh, Defend the actions of Stalin, murdering 20 million of his own citizens. He was an atheist. You're an atheist. Defend that. If you're an atheist, hey, defend Pol Pot's actions in murdering millions of his own citizens. Defend that. I mean, if if you're going to play this game, I I mean... Atheists have a lot more problems with their past than, than Christianity does. Because Christianity can point back to... Which I would encourage
2: you not to argue that. It correct. just gets to the back exactly. and the forth that we currently have in the yes. political spectrum. But to your point, correct. But if
1: you look at the impact of Christianity throughout human history, the idea of individual dignity, individual liberty... The whole idea of a person's conscience, that all flows directly out of the New Testament. The whole idea of science and scientific exploration. Everyone points to Galileo. Again, those were aberrations. Look at universities. Look at hospitals. Those were all begun as Christian, not religious, Christian endeavors. And people want to look at today, all science and faith are at odds. No, they're not. I mean, science literally was birthed out of the spread of Christianity. Literacy, education, medicine, charity, all of these things is really what was ushered into the world by Christianity. These are the things that are keeping with Jesus's teachings, not the Crusades.
2: Correct, and I I see a lot of overlap with this conversation and the sin and suffering and all-powerful God. That discussion leads us to, well, it's not God's fault. If he was to eliminate sin and suffering, he would have to eliminate humanity. Mm -hmm. We are the sin and suffering. absolutely. And so because of his love... He's not doing that. Well, he's done it once before with Noah, but promised not to do it again. But if he was to eliminate sin and suffering, he would have to eliminate humanity. It's not Christianity doing these things. It's humans. Mm -hmm. And so we have to separate from saying it's Christianity that did the Crusades and it's sinful people. Instead, it's sinful people that did the Crusades. Christianity, Christ, is completely radically different.
1: Yes, And when you look at more modern day things, you know, look at Hurricane Katrina and it was just like, oh, you know, look and just, you know, no aid came and no one helped. And the government turned their back on this community. Christians swarmed New Orleans and were there way after the cameras got turned off. We talk about the border crisis and how horrible we're treating people, you know, coming across the southern border. There are Christian organizations, you know, in the the thousands, there are Christians all along the border helping, giving. Christians are giving money. They're giving food. They're giving clothing to respond to this need. So everyone gripes, but it's the Christians who fill in the gap, who go build the homes, rebuild the schools, and they're there after the news trucks roll away. They're still there and they're still working in the inner city. It's, you know, it's, it's, it's Christians for the most part, obviously, there are other organizations, but it's Christians that are in there doing the work of helping people get fed and get educated to this day. So, again, it's a false assumption that Christianity has and is now having a negative impact on society as a whole.
2: Correct. It is sinful people that's doing that. Yeah. And Jesus himself said that you'll know my followers by the fruit that they produce. Yes. And what fruit did the Crusades produce? What fruit did KKK produce? But this is – I, I think it's very interesting
1: that this age-old apologetics issue of uh, atrocities in church history is very contemporary to what's going on now. Not that we're going to sure. argue the witch trials. Sure. But it's that perception of a lost world as to this is what Christianity is that's current.
2: You'll know them by their fruit, and anything that does not produce the fruit of Christ is not Christian. hmm And yeah. that's your argument. Preach it, brother. And you have to begin there. And ultimately, I, I think long before and long after this quote unquote argument or this quote unquote conversation with your child and this kid that's bringing up, you know, evangelical America today or, or happened to bring up the Crusades, it's not even necessarily about the conversation, it's about what. Pr- fruit are you yourself producing in that child's life mm-hmm. it's about what fruit is your child producing in that other child's life yes. it's how much are you loving them before the conversation and after the conversation how much are you caring people from a day in and day out that's what's going to speak to a non-oppressive christianity is your own fruit mm-hmm. and what it produces daily if you want more information about this episode or anything previously, go to paradoxpodcast.com. You can also find us on our socials there. We appreciate you for listening. See ya. bye
0: Paradox is produced by Billy Lee Myers Jr. and researched by Dr. Jimmy and Dr. Josh Myers. For more information about our Paradox evangelist, Julie Lyles Carr, go to julielylylescar.com. If you want more details about what was discussed on today's show, go to paradoxpodcast.com.